What's up, brother? Again, the listeners. <clears throat> well, as I slowly <clears throat> get back to myself and heal from my little incident at work, things starting to become a little more clear again. And uh, it's easy to realize that my um, my poor ex- exhibition of roller flying during the um, Nationals, my exhibition, I realized that I, <clears throat> I over, um, like my birds in too much shape, in too, too good a shape. So what I found myself doing was I found myself trying to feed for the role instead of breed for the role. And my, my, my model was always breed your birds, do what you need them to do, and feed them, feed them to maximize it. That was always my motto. I found myself doing the opposite. Even though I was still trying to breathe for the role, I was trying to feed for the role. And that was the mistake I made. My that was my bad. I guess when you be out of out of a touch for a while, you lose a few things. Um ways you ways you think and stuff like that. But I'm back on track. The birds are back on track now. The last week or so. And so I'm not going to lose anymore, so I won't fly them anymore. I think I'm going to lock them down for good for the rest of the year. <clears throat> so it was 24, 23 or 24 in that main group. And another 18 in another group. There's another 12 in another group. Something like that. Whatever it is. So that 24, I'm going to make it to put the, the promising ones in there and make it 25. And everything else. I'm going to train them last little youngster. They got to get up because I'm not letting them birds sit up for five months and try to train them. That is a headache. I'm not doing that no more. So we breed for the roll. Okay. I'm breeding for the roll again, which is what I've always done. Try to make sure they roll, roll frequently. Um, So it's like I'm not starting over. I'm not starting from the bottom either. <clears throat> They're further along than that, but so there are pairs. Okay. You can go back a little bit. This past this this season, I'm bred out, out of 15, 19, 21, 26 pair. Right? Out of that 26 pair, there's 12 pair that's the most of the birds you see flying. It's always the ones always rolling. Now, the other pairs, two birds that were good too, but they probably weren't the ones that were that were always rolling, but they were rolling. <clears throat> so every pair has produced some some good roll. Every single pair has. Now. What I do now is figure out <clears throat> how to get everybody up on that same level at a higher percentage as far as um, kiss sensitive quality regular performers. So what I did was I made copies, almost made almost exact copies of almost every period that almost worked. That's, what, that's, that's my motto. That's what I'm doing right now. And I've always done that unless I bring in something a little new, which I did and it seemed to work. 
in my kit right now, but there's only one left. The, the Mike Wall and London Cross, only one left in the kit now. I got some younger ones. Well, one, it would have been two, but the Cooper caught one a couple of days ago. So, that's gone. Anyway, I'm here to talk about no Hawks and Falcons, just talk about the birds. So, I found out certain combinations work really well together. And they they yield a higher percentage of performance that can help me in competition or just flying for me. <clears throat> so, what I did was I went away from what I've always believed in or what I've always liked. I always liked birds that always roll. I've always liked that since I was a kid. I've never liked birds that flew around for a long time and rolled here and there. I've never liked that. Then when I got the kit competition, I never liked birds that didn't roll with the kit. But I found myself stocking birds that didn't roll with the kit. Or because the kit wasn't rolling, they can't roll with the kit that's not rolling, but they rolling. So, and I was stocking birds like that because they speed and velocity. And I've never done that. Um, just for that. So what I did was I just looked, paid attention more to the birds that always rolling when the kit rolling. Are always rolling when the kit act like different and will break. They always go. So I, I pay attention to those birds now. Like there's one more bird in my kit. It's one of the crosses. They roll every single time the kit paws. I mean, the, the quality, mm, if I had to rate the quality from 1.0 to 2.0, they would probably be 1.5 at best. But the work rate and kit sensitivity is up there. If I get some of them other birds to roll like this bird, oh yeah. That's one of the crosses. And I had another one that was just like it was one of the crosses too, but it was two or three times deeper. So it's on the dangerous side. But it worked like the other one. That's why it was dangerous. Because if they load, it's still trying to go 40, 50 feet. It just was lucky. It bumped once. I put it, I put it up for a while. Put it back up. It flew for a couple weeks. It almost bumped again. But it came out and landed in a, um, in a little bush we have back there. So I said, you know what? I like this bird work right. It's a little dangerous. I'm going to take my chance with this one because I want that work right. So I'm going to see what I can do with that one. <clears throat> just a little experiment, experiments I do myself. And I've always done stuff like this. Nobody just never knew because they never asked. And there wasn't a form like this to share it on. So nobody never knew. How I kept the birds rolling, and even when they low, I got birds that still want to get into the spin in your face. So and that's what I did. And this is the kind of bird I, I use birds like them. Um, I'm not trying to be no ten foot birds trying to be stable and fly low. They don't want to roll in because they low, and uh, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm doing it like this. That's how I'm doing this. I did to get to where I was. And that's how I'm trying to do it again. But I just brought in some um, Walden birds. Some, and they work pretty well with them. I actually work really good with them. It'll increase a lot of that kiss sensitivity and high work rate. I don't think they'd be like um, I've seen Brian birds do yet. Got a long way to go to get there. But, but it is a. Um, a goal to reach. So, what I'm doing 
it's mapping out my plan for the next three years. It's a three-year plan. If I get enrolled more, if I got if I got five, five and six, that's five, six, five, six, over and over and over and over. I'll take that right now. But I know that it won't happen that way, but but I will take that. If they can do that, that five or six every every 15, 20 seconds. Every 15 seconds. Depending on the depth. If they 10 or 20 feet, I need them every 20 seconds. Every 15, every 15, 20 seconds, if they 10, 20 feet. If they're going 25, 30 feet, I can go every 20 seconds to 25 seconds. Twice a minute. I go talk twice a minute. Easy. That's what I would, I would shoot for. But it's just how I'm looking at it right now. All the stuff I'm telling you is all the stuff I've always thought when I was reading the birds. This is always my, my way of thinking when I was reading the birds. I just never shared it because nobody never never asked me this kind of stuff. So I'm just going to share it how I thought. Um, so that's why I just get a lot of five, six, a lot, and that kind of stuff like that. And, and depth might be 1.2, quarter might be 1.3 or 4, some stuff like that. But that's just showing you guys how I thought. If you think about it like that, if you think about it like that, it's a good way to think. If you think about it, think about it. If your birds are going short, 10, 15 feet, maybe 10, 15 feet, you need them going every 15 seconds. And 15 seconds is not it's not fast as people think it is. It's 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. 1,004, 1,005, 1,006, 1,007, 1,008, 1,012, 1,013, 1,014, that's too fast. That's too off freaking, but it's not really. If you think about it, if they go in 10, 15 feet, they're going to be in the break and out the break. 15 seconds in the break, out the break. Now you think of 20, 25 feet, 20 seconds in the break. The break will last about two seconds out the break. That's what I'm saying? 15 more seconds, 20 more seconds in the break, break lasts. Uh, two seconds, maybe two and a quarter seconds out the break. If you think about it like that, it's not really that much. So, so the birds are not really working like we think they're working. Let me see them go once a minute. Once a minute, I think it's too long. And the show birds are going 50, 60 feet. 40, 40 to 40, 60 feet with 1.8, 1.9 quality. quality. Then, you know, we're talking once a minute because that will suffice easy I'm talking 1.1.6 quality 1.7 depth and they're going once a minute if they go once a minute if they go a five or six once a minute that's 100 points raw times 1.5 times that that's, that's, the, that's a good score but you know, I'm not going there. We're going more. I'm bringing. I need miles to go every 20. I'm shooting for every 20. 
and you can get three breaks in a minute. That's what I'm shooting for right now. Um, and they ain't gotta give me. I want ten breaks or better. Ten point, ten bird breaks or better. But if they give me on the six, seven, eights right now, I can settle for that. As much as I want to win the competition, it's not all about just winning competitions. Because I had more leisure time and fun. fun. I lost flying birds just for me. I mean, with no stress, I didn't have to fly them. I had to train them. I had to do this. I just had to just wait. Decide to fly them, fly them. Watch them. Get them on in. That's it. I didn't have to do it with no stress. Oh, one day I fly. One day I got like, I'm ready for this day. Nah, I wasn't none of that. So, I'm going to breed the birds to a point where they're where they always ready or close to being ready as long as they're in shape. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why I'm thinking right now. So, I'll I, I be trying to... I'm trying to go see some people I've never seen. Some guys out here I've never really went to go see. Not no... It ain't got to be veterans. Just some new guys just doing some stuff. I'm trying to get out in the seats a lot of, lot of birds. Just, just watch. Just watch them. That's watch the activity or non-activity or whatever I need to see. Just watch birds. That's, that's what I did back in the day. But different was at my own business and I did a little hustling. So my time was my time. So I can just go. Hop in one of the cars and just go. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different now. You got a job. You got, you got a certain amount of time to do it. Certain days you can do it. That's the difference. And that's a big difference. Um, you still got family. No, no, the kids are pretty much going to suffer one. Grandkids, I mean, a lot of different things that play a part. But anyway, so I'm saying this stuff to, to help. Everything I say is not to tell you what to do, just to give you some ideas on how to think. Open that brain up, open your mind to new possibilities, new ideas. You know, because, um, Everybody has a, another a, an idea, whether they share it or not, whether they do it or not. They just they have an idea on how to make birds better, um, how to make their birds better, not be, make birds in general better, but their birds better. So, um, I think when we get caught up in just winning, we can win. But to win, there's a lot of things that come going to that. A lot of work, a lot of time. A lot of luck, and there's a, sometimes you gotta be a little selfish, a little cruel. All that plays a part in winning. People will say it, it don't, but it does. At one time or another, I ain't saying you gotta do it all the time, but there's a point, there's a time to all it. When a player, when a player, when a, player, when a flyer um, does one of those things, you can get a little selfish, get a little cruel, a little greedy. I mean. We all do it. Cruel might not be to we kill somebody birds or kill a bird for no reason. And get a little cruel as we play God and say, this bird ain't what I want. I'm culling it. That's cruel. You don't think it is, but it is. Um, when the hawk come around, you try to keep a hawk from eating the pigeon, eat one of the birds. You might think of it like this it's not being cruel, but it's cruel. You're keeping another animal from eating to survive. That's part of cruel that's cruelty. You don't see it that way, but that's what it is. I mean, I understand why we do it. You can scare them away, but that's part of being cruel too. So there's different levels to that of being 
of all this stuff. So, not letting somebody get one of your better birds out your kit. Not letting somebody get one of your better birds out your law. Selfish, even though you don't need it. Selfishness, which you might need to, you know. All this, all that, play a part in this and trying to be and being really good. So, um, when you got when you got somebody that's, that's really good or that's getting to the point they're getting really really good, they get selfish. They got to be selfish because if you were too too generous, you give away all the stuff you need for yourself to get better. And when they're trying to really compete, they're not gonna do that. They said, nah, I can't give up nothing right now. It's not they're trying to be mean to you. It's, it's, it's self-preservation at that time. It's self-preservation. And if anybody knows, that's the first law of nature. Self-preservation. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nothing else. So, that plays a part. And, and, and we got to understand that. As roller, roller flyers, breeders, and fanciers, we got to understand that. It's not personal. But you know, I've been generous for the last six months, letting birds go, letting birds go. But but this is part of my um, what do I want to call it? My climb back up the ladder. There's certain pieces I have to let go. I have to get them out the way. They good, but they're not what I need to go to the next, back to the next level. They climb back up. This is not what I need. So that's that. So and so I was Brent asked a question on this form today about feeding. You feed your kit your breeders and your flyers the same thing. Well for the answer, no, I don't. My breeders get 16% mixed grain while they're breeding. When they're not breeding, they get 12% mixed grain. Unless we have a cold winter. Which, which we very rarely do out here in Southern California. If we do, it don't last long. But when it does happen, I give them 14%. But I, yeah, I give them 14%, something like that. But, I, but the stock birds always get what they can eat for the whole day. I give them just enough for, the, for them to eat it all up and maybe a little, little bit left in the tray. That's why I feed my stock birds like that every day. Kit birds, I never feed them up to the point where they can eat all they can eat. Now, if they getting, if 20 birds are getting 20 tablespoons, right? They're mixed grain a day, right? So when they get cold, they might get 25. I give them a little bit more. I don't give them a lot more. I give them a little bit more. That's it. Because I want them to get too fat and too healthy and they want to start breathing and they're not going to pick out all the cocks, put the cocks over here and the hands over here, which is not a bad idea but I always have way more of one than the other like I might have 40 birds but 30 of them might be cocks and 10 might be hands or vice versa, it's never like almost close to even it never worked out that way for me never so I got these kit birds, they've been out, it's like 18 they've been out, some of them been flying, some haven't like I never 12 They've never been out. They're gonna be a headache. So I will most likely be going through those, putting a couple of them on the shelf and selling other ones. So it's gonna be like eight I'm gonna sell. I know I am. I know I'm not gonna keep them. I know I might not try to train them because it's kind of rough. The Coopers are everywhere. So, you know, 
So now I'm going to... Sorry, I got all these notifications coming in. But I'm going um, to call it quits anyway. So I'm going to end this, this, um, this segment right here. So remember, what's the motto? Select, breed, fly, select again, repeat. Keep nothing, roll, jump out. Peace.